This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Sometimes we we think that um, well my my giving is not really going to make or put a dent in the needs of the of the of the of the church or in others' lives. But you know what? God looks at what we're doing as a body of Christ. I want you to I want you to get this. It's not just your giving; it's what we do as a family. And see, and what God does, and she says it makes it, it's pleasing to the Lord. What he does is he'll lay it on somebody else's heart. Maybe that's not even a part of our fellowship. Just as he has in this last week. Somebody that God laid it on their heart that are not a part of our church family as per se. They don't come here to church every Sunday. But their heart was pricked to spend thousands of dollars to get the church pressure washed and cleaned and the sidewalks. And we're so thankful for that. So see, when God sees, well, you know what? I may not have much, but I'll, I'll give what I can. I'll give what God lays on my heart. That's all he's asking. Because there's others that can give and can give tremendously, and God lays it on their heart and says, you know what, I, I don't know why I'm doing this, just I know the Lord laid it on my heart. I'm just going to, I want to be a blessing to Passion Church. And then he does. And so I say to you this morning, excuse the mess, but thank God that we have outside is getting beautified. Excuse the dust and the mess in the foyer, but we're going and we're growing and the entranceway is going to, be, uh, going to be just beautiful when it gets finished. But we want to just say this morning, thank you for putting up with the construction. Because we all are under construction. God is building not just our church. He's not only just beautifying our church building, but he is beautifying and under construction, you and I, our lives for Jesus Christ. And I am excited to be a part of it. I tell you, I pulled up this morning and I just said to the Lord when I saw the, the outside of the church, I said, thank you, Father, that you continue to outdo yourself in my eyes. And I'm so thankful, so appreciative. Well, if you have your Bible, and I know Sonia's ready. She's going to put it up there on the screen. We're going to hold our Bibles up this morning. And I want you to say this with me. If you have your Bible or your phone or your iPad, whatever you're using, let's say this together. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert my heart is receptive. I will never be the same in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. 
Well, the title of my message this morning is, It's Time to Let It Go. God has such a unique way of doing things. I mean, as I was preparing the, the message for this morning, as I was pre- preparing this week, I, I knew what he put in my heart, and he gave me the title, which is usually, he doesn't do that. But he gave me the title to it first, and I begin to realize that, and, 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 and you know, when I'm up here and I'm at the piano and I'm, I'm worshiping the Lord, my mind is not only also in the worshiping of the Lord, but my mind is focused on following the Holy Spirit, and also my mind is focused on where I'm going with the message, because you see, to me, it's vitally important that if I have prepared something, but the Holy Spirit changes my mind, I need to be sensitive to that. But I was, I was back here worshiping this morning, and I was just, and, and parts of the message was coming into my spirit, and I was just thinking, God, you are so cool. Because I was thinking, of, you know, in the title of my message, it's time to let it go. And the Lord was saying, well, I knew what I had given you as a title. And I knew what you had, what I laid on your heart as scripture basis. But I just thought I would just, pre- I would go in advance for you. And we'll just do it through the worship. See, he prepares the way. Isn't that a unique God to do something like that for us? And he, he prepared the way. And, and, and in my message, it's time to let it go. And the Lord was just saying, I'm going to, I want to get it off the ground and get it going this morning. And, and, and you know, in the presence of the Lord was being, in our, being here this morning. And all of a sudden, it was like the Lord was saying, we just need to turn it over to the Lord this morning. And as we're singing, holy unto the Lamb of God. That he would just begin to remove those things in our life that we needed to be removed. And I was just thinking, I thought, God, that just goes right along with the message. You are just so phenomenal with what he does. And then the Lord laid it on my heart. He said, I want you just to remind them now how to keep doing what you did this morning. In other words, you've let it go. Amen. If you had something that, that you've been faced with or that you have been going through, would you raise your hand that you lifted it up before the Lord this morning and you said, Lord, I give it to you. Amen. Turn your, turn your uh, Bibles with me this morning over to 1 Peter chapter 5. 1 Peter chapter 5. Verse 7. It reads like this, casting the whole of your care, all of your anxieties, all of your worries. Has anybody got it, ever had any anxiety? Anxiety? A, a, very, a very good friend of ours used to come over to the house and, and uh, on Sundays after church and she used to hang out with our kids and, and a sweet young lady in the Lord. But she would have anxiety attacks, you know, but... Yeah, she didn't have them when she'd come to our house. You see, where the presence of the Lord is, there's liberty. Where the presence of the Lord is, there's peace. You see, anxiety can't stay where there's peace. All of your worries, 
You ever, you ever, you ever found yourself worrying about something? It's so, it's so easy to worry about things. I, you know, I'm out and about a lot all day, every day. I'm out in the public. I'm around a lot of people with, with, my, with my business, and so is Kelly with her business. And, and I, you, you can just be sitting in a restaurant having lunch, Brother Phil, and you can hear people talking about their concerns that, that's in their life. You can hear them talking about, well, you know, I'm just, I, I tell you, our, our country's in a mess and I don't know what I'm going to do. And, and, they're, and they're talking about layoffs. That could, that could produce some anxiety or that could produce some worry. But what else does he say here? All your concerns. Have you ever been concerned about something? Once and for all. Cast them over to him. For he cares for you affectionately. And he cares about you watchfully. Isn't that powerful? That God loves us so much that he says, I don't want you to go through all this anxiety. I don't want you to worry. He says, I just want you to cast it on me. What I want to share with you this morning is... I want to share with you four steps that if you will apply these four steps every day, you can eliminate this anxiety or this worry. You say, well, Jesus does that. Faith without works is dead. You see, you have to do your part. I know that on the, when Jesus was hanging on the cross and he was, he was giving his life For you and I, he made a statement, and it's a very powerful statement. As he was hanging there, he said, it is finished. What he was saying was, Father, I have done everything that's been required of me to give everybody on planet Earth life and life more abundant. I have done everything, Father. When he said, it's finished, he said, I've completed everything that needed to be done so they don't have any anxiety. So they don't have worry. That's what he was saying. And he did fulfill it. But now it's up to you and I to receive. And in order to receive it, there are certain principles that God has outlined in the word of God that he requires of you and I to do our part so that He, what he did in fulfilling his part can be completed in your life. It's like if I pulled out a $100 bill and laid it up here on this altar or this platform and I called your name and said, I've given this to you. If you just sit in your seat and you don't get up and apply some effort to come get it, then you will never get it. Because I did my part. I laid it on the platform and I said come and get it God is saying to you and I I've laid it on the platform come and get it (laughs) it's just that simple whatever it is that you need to be removed to have removed from your life number one if you're taking notes start your day with thanksgiving let's look over in Psalms 100 Psalms 100. I love the writings of David. 
Psalms 100, verses 4 and 5. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and a thank offering into his courts with praise. Be thankful and say to him, bless and affectionately praise his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy and loving kindness are everlasting. His faithfulness and truth endure to all generations. Would you say that included you and I? Absolutely. Now, when I get up in the morning, I may be, my routine may be different than yours. I know Kelly's routine is different than mine. First thing she gets up, sometimes before daylight, if the weather's nice, she'll go out on the porch, but she brings her Bible and her phone because she's got all of her little scriptures and stuff in there. And she spends time just praying and meditating on the Lord and reading the Word. Now, the way I do it is I get up, and when I put my feet on that floor... I have learned that this principle works. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. First thing to do in the morning, what this does, this this will get your mindset in the right set, (laughs) in the right direction. The first thing I do is I say, Father, I thank you for giving me an opportunity to see another day. You see, he could have seen to it that I didn't get another breath. So the first thing I just want to let him know is, thank you for letting me see another day. Now, to some of you, that may, you say, well, if you knew what I was going through, I don't even know if I want to see another day. I have been there. I have been there. I hated to see another day and was afraid for, the, for, for it to get dark. L- laid there in fear in bed. I say, Pastor, you've, been, you've done that? Oh, absolutely. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. Just because I stand up here this, in front of you as a, as a pastor and a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ doesn't mean that I don't go through some things too. And I'm as human as anybody. But I found a principle. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. First thing in the morning. You know, when I begin to thank him for what he has done by giving me an opportunity to see a brand new day, it leads to something else. Lord, thank you that I got a hot shower to be able to get into. I mean, you know, you just start thinking these things as you're, as you're walking through your day. I get up in the morning and I'm thinking, well, thank God. I have taken baths in the cold shower in winter mornings. I know what it is to have, not have a hot. I've, I know what it is to have my power turned off because I didn't have the money to have the power turned on to have hot water. Thank God I don't live that way anymore. But I've been there. And boy, as that water is running down on my back, I said, thank God. Thank you, Father, for hot water. Oh, thank you. I know what it's like to have to drive. Listen, when you're on the road and you're making your living on the road as far as in the entertainment industry or the gospel music industry or whatever that Kelly and I have been in, there were times we took what we call sponge baths. We would stop at Walmart and get those baby wipes. And we would bathe with baby wipes. 
because there wasn't enough money to get a shower at a, at a motel. I mean, even Tom Bodette wouldn't leave the light on for us. But I, I'd sit there and I, I'm in the shower and I'm just praising the Lord and I'm, I'm, I'm just thanking him for, oh God, thank you for hot water. And then, and then that reminds me, oh, well, I thank you for electricity. I mean, I'm telling you, folks, we take this so for granted, but it's amazing the little things that God has done every day, all day, that we never give him praise for. Man, he just, and then as I'm sitting there and I get out of the shower, I dry off and I'm thinking, then, then this song comes to, comes to play. I got to throw some humor in here. I look in the mirror as I'm, after I've dried off and I'm shaving, I say, Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. Each time I look in the mirror, Kelly says I get better looking each day. Oh, to know me is to love me. I must be one heck of a man. <laughs> Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble. I'm doing the best that I can. You say, well, Ron, you do that. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> when you start thanking the Lord for the things that he done, it'll put humor in your heart. You'll get excited about the simple things. You say, well, Lord, I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah, that guy in the mirror, he, he looks a little better than he did when he went to bed last night. You know why I say that? Because God is renewing me. He's restoring my youth as the eagles. Mounts me up on wings as eagles. It don't take long. Once you start praising God and start giving Him thanks, man, I tell you what, it'll put us something in your step. Instead of just going out to your car in the morning with your briefcase or whatever, you just, oh, God, just another day. No, you'll go to your car saying, hot dog, thank you for a vehicle that runs good today. And if it's hot outside, you think, thank God the old car's got AC. I get to go down the road in AC. Then you get start to think about learning and, and, and thank you for those good tires on that car. You see, it's those simple things. The whole time I've not been thinking about anxiety. I've not had any, I don't have moments of worry. I don't have, listen, that is not in my mind. It's not in my vocabulary. It's thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. Thank God I got some clothes to wear. Thank you, Lord, for shoes on my feet. You say, well, that's just so simple. That's so elementary. <laughs> I remember going to work when I had holes in the soles of my shoes because I was not, didn't have enough money when I worked in the factory to be able to buy a decent pair of shoes. You say, you've been there. I have been there. But thank God. Thank God. Oh, I could go on and on. Let's go to number two. Start your day with prayer. Now, well, turn, turn with me over to, uh, to James. Chapter 5, I like to incorporate the scriptures. James chapter 5, I'm going to be starting, I think, 
here in the middle of verse 16. The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man, and that word righteous also means a believer. Are you a believer this morning in Jesus Christ? The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a believer or righteous man makes tremendous power available. Dynamic in its working. You see, you say, well, I, I, I sometimes wonder if my prayers even get as high as the ceiling. If you're a believer, you believe in Jesus Christ, and you received him into your heart, he's in your heart. When you pray with a humble heart, you go before God. Listen, God, the scripture says, he bends down with his ear and he listens. I know there's been times that I've prayed and I, I, would, and, and I would start my prayer out. Now, God, if you're listening. But then as I begin to mature in the Lord, I, I, I now know he's always listening. He's always listening. He's always right there saying, what do you have need of? What do you want? What can I do for you? You see, you've been in the midst now, number one, you've been prayer, prayer, uh, giving him thanks and you're praising him. Your heart is right. See what happens when you praise him? We praised him this morning and you know what God did? He came in, sat down on our praise. He just, he just filled this whole sanctuary with his presence. Was there, any, was there any worry or any anxiety in here? I don't think so. Can't be where he is. But you know what? When you have gone through thanksgiving and praise, now you're into your prayer time. The door, listen, the door is open. He is in your midst. And when you pray now, you can, you can talk to him from the depths of your heart. God, I'm, I want to share something with you, Father. This is something that's meaningful to me. I'm asking you to take care of that. Lord, this is a concern of mine, but I don't want it to be a concern. I want to be able to put it in your hands. And right now, because you are in my midst, you are in me, you're with me, you're on the outside of me, the inside of me, you're everything, everywhere I go, I'm sharing this with you in full confidence that not only are you listening, but you said you would give me the desires of my heart. This is a desire of my heart. Now, Father, deal with it. You say, you talk to him like that? He said, come boldly before the throne of grace. He said, come and let us reason together. What does that mean? I can just go. Listen, if you think you've got to dress it up, oh, thou merciful God in heaven. (laughs) You know what? I think sometimes he's saying, who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? You see, he wants you to come just as you are. You see, he already knows me. He knows me what I look like. He knows my thoughts even. Listen, he knows what you're thinking right this moment. And he knows what you're going to say before you say it. He 
is aware of everything. And to try to go to him all camouflaged. <laughs> now, God, I'm just hoping that you're going to do what I'm asking. I want to share an example. I, God is very humorous. There was a thing, something that I had. I was sharing this with Kelly on the way to church this morning. I, and she knew, she knew what it was. And, and I said, God, this is something that I want to know from you. I know what I think it is. And the Lord just laid it on my heart. He says, well, then why are you asking me? If you already think you know, isn't God humorous? You say, does he talk to you like that? Yeah, not in an audible voice, but just as soon as I said, now, God, I'm bringing this petition before you. I think I already know. And I just as I said that, it was like, well, then why are you asking me? And I I had to say, well, you know, I really want to know what you think. And God has, like I said, he has such such humor. I said, now, Lord, about this situation. Yes or no? And he, he didn't. I said, just give me a yes or a no. And he didn't just say yes or no. He went, I heard it in my spirit. He went, nope. <laughs> and I think, nope. And I could see the face of somebody going, nope. And I had to laugh. I had to giggle. And so I said, oh, God, you're so funny. You see what he was doing? See, when I came to him with my petition... When I wanted to know something, even though kind of down deep inside, I kind of really knew, but I really, really wanted a true confidence and that I could say that I know that I know. I didn't go squalling and bawling to him. I just said, God, this is kind of something I want to. And, and, and when I was asking, I didn't have a, a sorrowful spirit. I came before him boldly, but I came before him with a, with a happy heart. I wasn't asking for a, oh, God, this is going to be a major yes or no. No, I just wanted an answer to something. It was a kind of a simple yes or no. So how did he answer? With just a simple nope. That's the way God does things. You see, we have a tendency to think that God doesn't really function like we do. He made you. And he made you in his image and likeness. And when I look at me, I say, boy, God, (laughs) you did pretty good. Could have done a little better. (laughs) But then all of a sudden I realized, no, God said, no, I don't make junk. I made you perfect according to my plan. And I made you in my image and in my likeness. Now go back and look in the mirror and say, "Mm, boy, don't he look good. Some of us need to get up in the morning looking in the mirror and say, thank God, you outdid yourself, Lord. We need a good, positive mental attitude of what God has done for our lives. Number one, start your day with thanksgiving and praise. Number two, start your day out in prayer. Number three, start your day in the Word. Find a scripture in the Word. In the Word of God, find a scripture that pertains to what it is that you're desiring God to do. For an example, if you, if you need healing in your body, 
you would go over to Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5. Turn there. Turn there with me. Isaiah 55, I'm sorry, 53. Isaiah 53, verse 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. The chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. And with the stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. Praise the Lord. You see, when you, you started off your day with just thankful heart, with a thankful heart, and you're praising him. And then all of a sudden you, you go into prayer. You take this before him. What you can take to him is, Father, I sure thank you. That according to your word. And then read it to him. Because his word, he says, the words that have come forth out of my mouth, they will not return void. They will accomplish that which I set forth for them to do. So what does that mean? Well, he wants you to confess it. Now, this is not one of those confess it type message where it says, you know, bab it and, bab it and grab it or something like that. Huh? Blab it and grab it. No, there is a sincerity of a heart that says, Father, based upon your word, I receive this. And I'm running out of time, so I'm going to go right to number four. Saturate or surround yourself with the right environment. Now, you've gotten up in the morning. You started off with Thanksgiving. Your Thanksgiving turned into praise. You've seen this morning when you praise, what happens? God comes in, sits in right there. He just sits down on your praise. Then you turn around and you go to prayer. You take your petitions before him. You go into the word and say, Lord, based upon your word, this is what your word says. I'm standing and declaring your word, believing with a full assurance that what you said, you will do. And then you surround yourself with the right environment. I like to get up. When I get in the truck in the morning, I like to turn it on to a gospel station. Sometimes I like to listen to 93.5, Joy FM, or I'll listen to K-Love. But what am I doing? I'm surrounding myself with worship. I'm surrounding myself with the right environment. You see, it's when you step outside of the right environment, you've opened yourself to the things of this world. But when you stay inside the right environment, the Bible says that the enemy can't touch you. He can't touch you. Why? Because I'm in his presence. I've been in his presence since my feet hit the floor this morning. I've spent time thanking him and praising him. I spent time taking my petitions before him. My petition this morning was, Father, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O oh God. That's what I prayed. And Lord, let your words go forth this morning and let it minister to the hearts of the people that you will place in front of me. You say... 
Pastor Ron, do you believe that he did that? Oh, I know he did. I know he did. You say, well, does that ma- what makes you so special to think that, that he's going to do what you ask? Why not? I'm his child. And he said, if you ask, you shall. Come on. Knock and the door will be. Amen. You see, God loves us so much that he don't want us to go through life with worries and anxieties and all these other things. Sickness, financial difficulties. He doesn't want that. God wants to pour out the blessings on your life. He wants to bless you going in and coming out. He wants to bless you in the city and in the field or in the country. Everything you put your hands to, he wants to prosper and bless you. All he's requiring of you is to do four simple things. Start your day right. Follow the, t- follow the pattern that he has for you. Give him thanks. So I challenge you when you get up in the morning, do these four things. And do them throughout the day. Not just once you get to work and you say, well, I've done this. All day long, continue to give him thanks. Give him praise. I went through a traffic light the other day and it was green. And I'd already gone through my four principles. But I went through a traffic light. My light was green. (laughs) Well, evidently, this whatever kind of truck it was thought his was green. But God. But God allowed me to see out of the corner of my eye, I don't think the guy's going to stop. And I hit my brakes. And the first thing that came to my mind was, thank you, Lord. Now, I could have spent quite a bit of time. First, I could have said, well, thank God for good brakes. Thank you, Lord, that the corner of my eye is working. Do you see? Do you see the, sim- the simplicity of this? But to God, it's, it's not a simple thing. It's, man, I'm doing this all day for you. Let's give him praise. Let's give him a heart of thanksgiving. Let's go to him in prayer. Let's, let, let's take our petitions before him. Let's stay in the word. And let's surround ourselves with the right environment. Glory to God. Praise his name. I want to I share this as, as I'm closing this morning. I want to share a little something that you, for those of you who are here this morning, that you have, you have received what you came for this morning during our time of praise and worship this morning. How many of you did receive? You received in your heart what, you were, what your petition was before the Lord. <clears throat> I read this and the Lord said, I want you to close with this. It's entitled, You Are Free. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm free this morning. I am free. It goes like this. I am the one who has set you free. Free to walk in the higher place before my throne. Free to live and dance. Within my spirit winds. Free to laugh. Ha, 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 ha. In the face of adversity. You say, Pastor, you're just kind of different. He said, I'm a peculiar people. 
Everything that could hold you back is now broken off from your life. Somebody ought to shout hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Do you believe it's been broken off this morning? During our time of praise and worship, you lifted it up before him. Do you believe that it's been broken? I believe it. Be free, my child. Just be free. I have opened the door of freedom before you. Go forth into the glorious wonder of your future. Oh, I could just expound and preach on that, but I'm, and I'm a little more long-winded this morning, and I didn't really mean to be. But listen, you need to be shouting hallelujah that you've got a wondrous future. The freedom I give you, the freedom I give you is to experience my presence and my power. Oh, we've experienced that here this morning. You are no longer a servant mastered by your past. I said you're no longer a servant mastered by your past. Your past is no longer. But you're a child of the exalted God. Taste the freedom of my spirit. And you will never turn back again to that which is dead and barren. (laughs) I'm not going back. The lies that have held you down will be seen for what they are. Merely the accusations of the enemy. You walk out here today, listen, I don't care what nobody's been saying about you. It's just the accusations of the enemy and it ain't no longer, it's not true. It's a lie and you walk out here free today. Today. Everybody say today. You will begin to understand the freedom I have given you to walk with. With the omnipresence at your side. Or with God at your side. For I go with you today and even unto all the ages. You are free. And if you're not free and you, and you, and, and <laughs> I want you to go out of here today totally free. Totally free. I believe many of you today that came in with bondage, you're leaving today free because of the presence of the Most High God. I believe that today. And if you're here and, you're, and, and you didn't get free, don't you leave here because there's going to be altar workers up here that's going to pray with you and help you get free. Because I'm going to tell you something. The one who has set many of you free here today, he's still here. He is in this place. How do you know? Oh, I feel him. (laughs) I feel his presence here today. Whom Whom the Lord has set free is free indeed. Now, if you're not born again and you don't know this Jesus, I want you, and if you're watching on social media and you have not received Jesus as your personal Savior, you can receive him and be free today. You can be free today. He'll set you free. In fact, I want you to pray this prayer with me. If If you're here and you're not born again, those of you watching on social media, I want you to pray this prayer if you're not born again and you want to receive Jesus in your heart, say, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe you're the Son of God. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I receive you into my heart as my Lord and my Savior in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, for those of you watching on social media, if you're here this morning and you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are born again. And you can be free. You're free. First of all, you're free of sin. 
Your past is gone now. He said, I don't remember it anymore. Now don't you remember it. And for those that have offended you, forgive them and move on. Just let it go. That's the title of my message. It's time to let it go. Look at your neighbor and say, I done let it go. (laughs) I am free indeed. Praise the Lord. Would you stand to your feet with me this morning? As we close, those of you that can, I want to say I'm, I didn't really mean to keep you too long, but sometimes it's just hard for me to wind it down. You see, when the winder upper gets inside of you, <laughs> you got you to keep going until he is finished winding you down. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's just look to him in prayer. Father, we love you this morning. We thank you. Father, I thank you that your word has gone forth. Thank you that you have set on our praise and worship this morning. Father, I thank you that those that were in bondage, that came in today in bondage, are leaving totally free. And that they will apply these principles during the week, starting first thing in the morning. They will apply these four simple principles and they will continue to live in the freedom. Now, Father, I pray that you'll watch over us, bless us, keep us. May the Lord bless you and keep you, cause his face to shine upon you, be gracious to you in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. And the congregation said amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.